You ever wonder what a hippie in a tie would look like? Well, you're looking at one. Should I say I want to be hippie? Because I was born in 1960, you know, I caught the tail end of the hippie generation. But uh, I had two goals in life. I wanted to be a mechanic or a hobo. And uh, the mechanic didn't work out. And so I started in on the hobo bit, but the Lord got a hold of me, so here I am. Now, I had a nightmare last night. I dreamed I was preaching from the book of Jude. Uh, That's where the Scripture came from, and I dreamed that last night, and I'm telling you, that's a hard book, boy. That was a... Phew, that was a scary dream. I'm glad I'm not talking about that today. But uh, no, really seriously. Uh, Several months ago, when I was here at the church, doing a little work, a thought came to my mind. And I said, Lord, I'd really like to preach on that. And I said, it's been a couple years since I preached here in this church, so if you want me to preach here in this church on that, you're going to have to make it possible. Well, lo and behold, it was just a couple weeks after that, my name popped up on the list to preach here. But to be honest with you, I can't remember what it was that the Lord wanted me to preach on. (laughs) Oh, me. Is that getting old or what? So, last couple of days, I said, if you'll notice in the bulletin, the title of the sermon is called Letter. So I thought, well, I'll just write a letter like Jude did, you know, and I'll share it with y'all today about my innermost thoughts and feelings about life and about God and Jesus. And so I sat down and I started writing all that out and I got to page three (laughs) and I threw it away. It's terrible. So we're running out of time here. And I know some of y'all's probably got dinner on, you know, and the stove set. So I'm going to talk to you today about a, a funeral service I gave. It was my uncle that passed away in North Carolina. And when I first got word that I was going to be preaching at his funeral, you have to meet this guy. He is a nut. That's kind of why I'm just kind of, you know, being crazy today. Is He would appreciate that. But he called my mom up and said, Rosa, he said, I know you're not my sister anymore. That's a long story. Don't have time for that. He said, but could you get Mike to preach at my funeral when I die? And 
She said, well, I don't know if you want him preaching at your funeral or not. His hair's halfway down his back. This was a couple years ago. And Buford said, I don't care what he looks like. I ain't going to see him. <laughs> so I went up there and he, his favorite topic was the Good Shepherd. So that's what we're going to talk about today is the Good Shepherd. It's in Luke chapter 15, verse 4 through 7. And it says, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after... Can I take his tile off? I feel like I'm being choked. I'm sorry, dear. (laughs) (laughs) And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. We all know a lost sheep. I can just see Christ, the shepherd, the good shepherd that night when He got back. Maybe He had been noticing throughout the day that this little sheep was had a tendency to wander off. Well, when He got back that night, He counted His sheep. Ninety-nine, a hundred. Where's a hundred? Ninety-nine. He got to ninety-nine and the hundred one was missing. So what does he do? He goes and looks for it. He goes out in the wilderness. He hears a little, and he follows that sound And over the side of the cliff, the little lamb had fallen, and he climbed down, and he did not scold the little lamb, but he took the little lamb and gently placed it around his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he came home, He called together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Let's have a party. Man, look what I found. He's back. And I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repentant. You know, we've all gone astray. 
Jesus has had to come and look for each one of us. I know He did me. And He found me in a terrible situation. And just like it says, He took me on His shoulders. And you know, I look forward to seeing my Savior in person. And if we know someone that's lost, let's remember always that we were there too. And let's treat them with love and kindness that Jesus would because Jesus is sad when someone strays away from Him. And He's out there looking too and He wants us to look. And I'd like to say one more thing about my uncle, Buford. He never forgot me as a kid. I stayed with him for about three years a week during the summer. And he never forgot me. Years later, I mean, it's like, whew, 40 years later, he wants me to preach at his funeral. You know, you just never know, do you? what God has in store for you. You just never do. The Good Shepherd. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer and then we'll sing 577. Father in Heaven, we thank You that You are always looking. That You never tire that You know exactly where we're at in life. Help us to be that way too. Help us to know some lost soul that we can help back into the fold. And help us to do it in a way that You would have us to. We just thank You and love You in Jesus' name. Amen.